I see Zamatolo loving this one. It's Mooney Long, Made for Me. We do have Anonymous on the line. She's here. She's ready now. Thank you for your patience to you listening right now. Remember, this is an act of courage to call in. Yes, you are anonymous, but it's an act of courage. So let's start, shall we? It is time for us to bring on Anonymous on the line. Good morning, Anonymous. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. How are you? Fantastic. Anonymous, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm nervous, um, hurt and down, but um, I was ju- I've been listening to your show for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. And I thought um, I should take a bold step Thank you. and call in. Thank you. I appreciate you. In fact, we all do appreciate your bold step. Before we continue and we hear what advice that uh, you need, respect is a foundation of our conversation. Maintain respect for language. Refrain from any swearing or use of profanities. Our responsibility, Anonymous, is to protect your identity. And your responsibility is to extend the same courtesy to protect the identity of the people or the person you'll be speaking about. Anonymous, if you are in agreement with these terms, please confirm by stating I agree. However, if you're not, that's fine. We do request that you let us know so we can move on to the next anonymous caller, but I know that you're ready. Do you agree, Anonymous? Yes, I do agree. We're listening, Mama. Yeah. Um, I have a daughter. Ne? Mm. Um, I think she's suffering from abandonment uh, from the womb because why I say that is because um, I suffered through the same, through the term, the nine-month period, I suffered that and I was involved in like emotional abuse and I was still a virgin when I took that bodily step to be with this particular person because I thought the person was a man of God and you know he cared for me so um, I was in my uh, 20 I was in my 26 years I started dating when I was 26 and then um, when I got pregnant and it became a very big thing for him and he asked me to terminate the pregnancy. But I was like, no, I can't because I don't have it in my conscience to do so. And then and then he was acting up, you know, and all those things. And then I decided, you know what, irrespective of his day or not and the humiliation that I've suffered from the church alone and my family, it was a huge disappointment, pardon me. And then I, I, I went through the whole thing I dropped out, but I dropped out out of varsity. I, I I went to Free State to stay with my extended families. From there, I moved back to KZN, and I took care of the child. He started supporting the child with 800 rents. And after a while, um, I was employed somewhere, and I got a good job, and I was working, being a single mother, and then I've done everything in my power. Then after a while, I said, you know what, uh, let me try and mend this relationship between the daughter and the father. I did that, and I've been struggling. The child has been rejecting him, but eventually they started speaking, chatting. But the way the person will communicate with the child is like they're communicating with an elderly person. Because during that period of time, I remember when I was pregnant, one of the things that he said to me, he said, I've never loved you. I'm in love with somebody mm-hmm. at the church. Mm-hmm. And then they were like uh, preparing marriages and then we had meetings. And then I was told that I, I'm going to be disobeying God. But I said, you know what, for my seniority and for the sake of keeping this child, I'm opting out. 
because it got to a point where he said to me, if we get to get married, we'll live separately. So I knew that was going to be abusive for me. I would not handle the pressure. I opted out. Then I left. And then now the child is older now. She, she sees this thing. The way she, the person communicates with the child, you will say things like, oh, Mamela clever. The people that you're seeking advice from don't, don't think that's smarter than you think, you know, because the GP was involved trying to uh, communicate with the father saying, look, the child has been trying to commit suicide since last year. And then she's been cutting herself, you know, and I've been in and out of psychologist this year. The last time I was at work was in August when um, she, 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 she tried to, to commit suicide. And then I, I immediately, the school called me. I was at work. They couldn't get a hold of me. They called my manager. I had to leave. It was the 15th of August or 16th of August. I left work. I went straight to school, picked up the child, uh, tried to get, to get to her, to the psychologist. And um, I got a psychiatrist. She was at home and watching over her 24-7 until she was admitted to a hospital. When then was, was in the process, uh, I was like, okay, let me rest a bit. Then there was this shaming of the child. And then the child, the, 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 the doctor said, or the, the facility said, your medical is exhausted, blah, 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 blah. You know, I think they thought maybe the child is acting up or she's seeking attention. Mm. And then my medical aide said, but there are recommendations. If you feel that the child needs more days, there are recommendations that you need to write and say, okay, the child is needing more days. As a, a, a medical doctor, you can't just say because of this and inform the child. Then I fought. She went back to hospital. Immediately when she left hospital that day, she took an overdose of medication and domestos. Mm -hmm. Then she was rushing to emergency. I took her to emergency. And she was readmitted at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Then she was responding very well to this new doctor that she was assigned to. Then eventually I said, okay, this is over. And then it was during the school holidays. I decided to take the little one home and then keep this one with my close friends. In, it, it, I have very close friends that were very supporting. And then I kept it there. I went to the hospital to, for my own serenities, like, okay, I need to get myself together. I need to be okay. Then I, I, was, I was released from hospital um, that week that I was released. My friend said, okay, she confided in us. She's she having suicidal thoughts. She's hearing voices she's doing this. I was devastated. And then, okay, fine. I took her to school on Monday. Monday, I get a phone call from school saying she's been hurting herself with a toothpick. Okay, fine. And I, I went to pick her up. I spoke to her. And then I, the, the, the second one was on Thursday morning when she, I dropped her at school. It was 20 past seven. Mm. At eight o'clock, I got six calls from the school. And I was like, oh, what is it now? You know? Anonymous, I'm going to stop then, you right there. Everyone is hating me right now. Please don't hate me, Anonymous. Can I quickly do the headlines and then we'll come back? Okay. All right. Thank you. In your news headlines, the Agriculture Department says the outbreak of bird flu has been contained and seven people have been shot dead in Guamashu in Durban. I'll have details of these and other stories at 11.
And we are back. Anonymous suspects that her 14-year-old daughter is suffering from abandonment issues. Anonymous had her daughter while she was and split with her child's father before she gave birth. Anonymous says her daughter's father doesn't support her financially, however, doesn't have spend time with her as well, which has led to her daughter becoming suicidal. Anonymous, again, I do apologize for interrupting, but of course, news is also important. Please do continue uh, with regards to the school calling you six times. You missed their call. Yeah. Um, please, may you continue. And then, and then I find eventually the psychologist calls me and say, um, listen, your daughter is at school. She's currently in the boardroom as we speak. She's suffering from suicidal. All she thinks about is killing herself, blah, blah, blah. Can you come to the school? Immediately, I drove to the school. I found her with a bandage. And the teacher was like, please, don't worry about bringing her to this term. Okay, she's missed the, 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 the second term, the, the third term, and the, she's going to definitely miss the fourth term. Don't worry about it. She needs to be hospitalized, and she needs to, to be on a lengthy therapy. When I saw her with the bandage and blood, I thought maybe no, you know, and I was scared to see comes Friday morning when I opened when when she opened the bandage I was like wow God has saved her the, the the scars on her arms and then I had to rush her to the emergency and the doctor says tried to speak to her and gave us his personal details says no whatever it is we want to know what's going on and I said I said to her I sat down I said my child what is it? What is going on? She said, Mama, you don't know the pain of not having a father. And I understand that he was not there. But to be there physically for me, I'm a teenager now. I need a man figure in my life. And for the fact that he did not speak to me for seven days, and then he's been sending me pictures of my little sister bonding, whereas he doesn't even have a simple picture with me when I was still a child. How does that make sense? I said to her, okay, my child, I understand we cannot force somebody to be there. What do you want me to do as a mother? Because I've done everything. I've been there. I'm not at work. I'm currently on leave. I'm, I'm, I'm not coping. And she's been violent as well. And I'm like, what is it that you want? She didn't say anything. We got home and uh, I was like, okay, this is just too much for me. And... Um, I took her back to the doctor's rooms. The doctor was speaking to her. Last, yesterday we were there and the doctor is trying to organize a, a, another counseling with her and saying she needs us no matter what. And then she had sent a voice note um, stating how she feels about her father not being there. And she feels that the father has been disrespectful to me. She's been witnessing all these things and she's tired. She has accepted that she doesn't have a father but we don't understand the pain that she's going through. And then she mentioned things like, mommy, if, if we need to go to the doctors, you're there. If we need to go to the groceries, you're there. If you need to take us to mural activities, you're there. When do you get time for yourself? I think if I'm not gonna stand up for you, then I'm like, no, my child, you don't need to fight my battles. She said, mommy, but I understand that. But me as a daughter, I'm, I'm, I'm pained. You don't understand the pain that I'm going through. And um, extended family members have been trying to reach up to him. And uh, even my sister was like, okay, fine. If there's a, a, a misunderstanding between the parents, but as a parent, try and, 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 and be there. 
and let us talk and resolve this for the, the sake of the child. Because I remember at one point when she started hurting herself and being admitted, he did not even inform me that he was coming. He just came, rocked up on the show and 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 he was there. And my child was like, no, this is what I'm talking about. I don't want you to disrespect my mom again. Inform us what is going on because at, at the end of the day, I understand that you're paying um, this amount for school fees. But I feel that is just an excuse to say, maybe you don't want mommy to hold you for child maintenance. Maybe that's why. Because if you really care, you would have known that which where am I sleeping? My, my toiletries, you know, my school uniform is intact. How am I doing with my grades? Do I have everything for school purposes? And I feel that that's what she said. I said I, she said she feels that's not fair, you know. So she said I've been trying. I've spoken to you. I've written you messages, and I can't take it anymore. Anonymous. Um, so. Sissy. And the pain thing Anonymous? is that... Anonymous? Hello? Can you hear yes. Somizi speaking? Ah, uh, okay. Hi, can you hear me, Sissy? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, my love. Um, I might have missed something here. Um, what was the reason for for your breakup with the daddy? Uh, what he said, he said he never loved me. Thank He's you. in love with somebody at the church. Thank you. Okay. And we we were yeah the church was sitting us down that we need to get married because of this what this one two three has happened. I said to the church members, I think I've been through this route. It's enough that I'm pregnant and humiliated. If he doesn't love me, it's okay. And okay. then they were saying he's gonna get married soon. We did not even materialize. Okay. Cool. Um. And were you were you were you honest with your daughter as to why the relationship did not work with the father i told what i said to my daughter i said i believe we were young and stupid mm. that's what i said i left it there and then i don't know where did she found out or whether she found it from this the, the doctors or somewhere that the father did not want her okay all right yeah okay anonymous so so wh wh how what do you want from us in terms of your confusion no, my confusion is like, because I'm here trying to save my daughter's life, mm. Mm. you know, as a man, what is the way forward? Because I've tried to mend the relationship. I've tried this. Okay. Watch, you know, just to make sure that she's, because as a mother, I don't sleep at night. Okay. I, I hear you, Susam. This is the most painful thing a mother can go through. And, mm. and then also a daughter can go through. Um, however... As, as 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 painful as it is and as painful as it's going to be um with what i'm suggesting you should do it has to be done the the bandage has to be ripped off the 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 wound you know um you need to be as honest as possible not brutal but as honest as possible, remember, your daughter is 14 years old, right? Yes. Yes. Remember, she's still not fully grown. She still um, can't, you know, put two and six and three together and, and mm. it makes sense. But you need mm. to be as transparent and as open as possible. And also make her realize how this world operates. Because she mm. must understand that there's certain mm. things we cannot have and we can't have or will never have 
or is mm. are beyond our control and there's nothing we can do about it you you must make her aware how it's not and it will never and it shouldn't be her fault that the dad is not present you must make her aware yeah. that in life you can't, there's certain things you can't force you can't force somebody mm. to love you yeah you can't force somebody to love you ne? so you must yes. you must you must make her aware of those things and understand that it has nothing to do with her nothing mm. ne? Uh, the, the main priority right now is that um she understands all those things and then she also understands you, you must also give her the pros and the cons of of life okay. in general of 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 also her being able to see things with the eye of gratitude okay you know um uh, to see things with the eye of she's in a far better position than a, lo- a lot of people yeah you know so so it's 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 just instilling that positivity and also making her aware or understand rather that having a father and a, and a mother ideal great but it doesn't mean not having either one of them is the end of the world mm. you know um yeah. uh, if she needs a father figure and she's got positive role models in her uncles or or older brothers or whatever let her look at something that she has versus something that she doesn't have and that's what that's what happens when you operate from a place of gratitude ne mama yes so here the main focus here is being grateful gratitude let's operate from a place of gratitude and then take it from there and see what happens and then but more than anything don't don't take it lightly in terms of the suicidal attempts and stuff like that make sure that she gets counseling and she's taken care of and she must understand at the end of the day it's not her fault. Mm. Anonymous, I'm not going to let you go as yet. I need Naked DJ to also give his input. Let me pay the bills so at least we can have a fair balance of advice to you. Uh, just a quick one okay. before we go for our ads. Are you seeking um, assistance in any way, shape or form? You personally. You'll answer that when I come back, okay? Okay. Thank you, Anonymous. Congratulations to the recent Powerball Plus jackpot winner who won over 64 million rand on Friday after playing on the banking platform. Now you could become a multimillionaire by playing Powerball and Powerball Plus for 14.5 million rand in total estimated jackpots this Tuesday. Buy your tickets now in store on nationallottery.co.za, the mobile app, cell phone banking, or simply dial star 120 star 7529 hash for USSD. Panda Pusher Play. Players must be 18 years or older. Play responsibly. Etuba is a proud operator of the National Lottery. Thank you very much, Anonymous, for your patience. We appreciate that. Anonymous, before we get to Naked DJ, are you seeking assistance in any way, shape or form with, with everything that you're sharing with us this morning? I um I'm just I don't know but I feel like I I just love God that's what I'm I'm holding on at the moment maybe prayers and you know uh because this has just been draining you know as a person but I I love writing so um when she confessed I remember it was last year when I wrote about suicide not knowing that my child was thinking of those things 
that's when she started opening up about it because I remember at one point she asked me, Mommy, were you at one point suicidal? I said, no. But because I, I go around the times just uh, reciting poems and then I was told to write about this particular topic and then I didn't know that writing about it is something that I was faced with in the house. Mm. Because that's when she started saying, Mommy, please don't, I, I'm, I'm just breaking by hearing this because I'll write and make them listen and say, how's it? Does it sound okay? Does it sound what? And then that's when she broke down. Sure. And then that's when she started sending messages to me saying, Mommy, I feel like this. I feel like this. So it's nothing that started now. It started last year. Yo, Anonymous, you're going sure. through the most. Yeah. And yeah. I think I have to be honest, personally, I'm way out of my depth now to yeah, to give advice on this today <gasps> because this is strictly okay. for a, a professional. Okay. But with that being said, um, l- let me let me just share some stories. Anonymous, I've been I've been in relationships with people that don't know how it is to live with with a father because they've never yeah. had a father in their lives. But their lives have turned out different. You know why? Because the environment that they were brought up in was a positive environment. Mm. No? Yeah. I feel your betrayal was actually an inside job. Mm. It's one of the biggest red flags that you said is you do not know who told her that the father didn't want her. Yeah. Now... Whoever uttered those words to your daughter could have been a family member. Hence, I'm saying it's an inside job. Mm. Uh, Sometimes we have family members that are so toxic. Or the things that uh, people say in front of children. And they say, ah, these kids are too young. They'll never know. Because obviously, uh, you know, your family did have beef with this guy to a a large extent. And Mm. they might have hated this guy. You might have hated... the. uh, this guy too. You might have said things on the mm. on on the phone when you talk about him. Mm. And yes. the person that betrayed you really signed uh, her downward spiral. Because I there's there are certain so. words that kids should never hear, and it's that your parent doesn't want you. Your parent True. wanted you. Uh, they probably even said terminated. Your parent mm. did not want you alive. So do you understand why she's going through this? And Anonymous, the reason why it is the environment that she was brought in. And that's why Mm. I'm sharing my experience. I've met so many people that say, because I I do not know how it is growing up with a father, but they're the happiest people in the world. Mm. And they say, for me, it doesn't make a difference whether my father was there or not, because I don't, you know... Kids are also very, the, you know, kids play dirty, anonymous. Could be kids at school yes. teasing her from when mm. she was born, from crash. I went, now you don't have a father. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know? True, so it, because, could, yeah. it could have been a buildup of the last 14 years. It could have been yeah. cousins. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Hence yes. the inside job. And the environment that your your child has found herself in for the last 14 years could be the big factor. 
I yeah. applaud you, Uguti. You are running up and down. You sacrificing so much to trying to make sure Uguti uh, emotionally, emotionally and mentally she's okay. Um, mm. You're trying to see all those professionals, but anonymous, please double check the environment because sometimes it could be the family. Because yeah. the fact that you don't know who told her, Uguti, the father did not want her in this life, you could still be leaving her with those same people. Yeah. And they could still be uh, spewing toxic venom on your, your on your child. So, yeah. Anonymous, you need to know. You need to know who said it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because remember, when, when I decided to reside with her is because um, I'd lost my parents. So now I was forced to live with her. And then we moved away from home. Mm. So now uh, it was, it's just been me and, and her and two of my cousins who came to reside with us. And then eventually I kicked them out. And she was like, oh, at least I'm enjoying my space now. But where did she get all this information? It's like she got the information. Somebody just told her everything. Because I only found out when she was um, discharged from hospital. When she, when she was talking to the GP and saying, this is how I feel, the, D, the GP advisor, you know what, talk about your challenges. Anonymous, I did not know then. Sorry, and then she, she went back to the GP. Hello. Sorry, Mama. Sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm looking at the time. I, I have a quick question before I let you go. So the father of the child, when you were pregnant, he said must terminate the pregnancy. Ne? Yes, she went to as far as making an appointment on okay. her behalf. Okay, I get it. I want to find out from you, and this is just a question that just came through now. Yes. What made you think he will love the child when the child is born, and what made you chase after him when th this person did not want the child in the first place? I'm just asking, because you, when you made a decision that you're going to have the child, in my head I'm thinking you're going to run this race on your own, and the child will know yes. that the dad wanted yes. But I wanted to know from you, what made you believe that at some point he will change his mind? It's because he started he started paying maintenance and sending prams at home saying okay, and asking for medical a uh, uh, birth certificate uh, stuff to to put the child on medical aid. So I was like, listen, man, you know what? Maybe yeah, we were stupid and maybe he's trying to you know mend this relationship. You uh, anonymous don't say the word stupid. I don't think I don't yeah. think you were stupid. You were also Ukuto yeah. asked you a very important question. I think then you also should have started getting professional help too. You mm. are not stupid. We all, we all, this is life anonymous. We are human beings. We are not perfect. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep on doing what you, you're doing. I think um, maybe the both of you, when you guys see the professional, see the professional together because oh, she still is a minor. Please. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, thank yeah. you so much for sure. calling. Because you're anonymous. Sure. I think it's also the first time we've dealt with something like this because usually it's relationship yeah. issues. Mm. Um, yeah. But thank you so mm. much. Hang in there. Yes, we are here each and every day. Yes, if we need to hold your hand each and every day, we will, anonymous. Just please Amen. call us and let us know the the progress that she's making as well. Please. Okay. okay. Even if it means DMing us as individuals, please, I'm begging you, Anonymous. No, we've begging got her number, okay. Kuzo, don't worry. No, we'll yeah, we'll check up on her. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. check up on you if you feel like you want to also just that. chat. Let yeah. us know. You can DM mm. us to chat. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you, Anonymous. Okay. Thank you.
Give us a call right now, 086-2160. What advice do you have for Anonymous this morning? Send through your voice note, 060-552-7303. It's the sounds of Luther Van Ross coming through a dance with my father. Right, John, ask a man. Four minutes until we hit the top of the hour. You're giving us a call on 086-2160 and your voice notes on 060-552-7303. Anonymous 1, taking your call. Good morning. What is your advice to Anonymous? Good morning, everyone. Um, my advice to Anonymous is that you really need to seek uh, counseling together with your daughter. It will help you out a lot. I've been through the same thing both ways. I've been a child who tried to commit suicide because of my dad. And right now I'm a mother going through the same thing that you are going through. But the best advice I got from the counselors is that I need to protect my child. And by protecting her, I need to be happy. I need to make sure that I show her how to be happy and not dwell exactly in what she's going through. So what I'm trying to say is that if my mom did the same thing, I wouldn't have felt guilty that it was my fault that my dad left us and it was my fault that he didn't love me. So please try, try and get yourself in the right space and be happy. Show her how to be happy from within. That's the best advice I can give Anonymous. Beautiful please. advice, Anonymous. Thank you so much for your call. Truly appreciate it. We are running out of time. So if I do cut you, I do apologize because of time. Anonymous 2, good morning. What's your advice to Anonymous? Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. Thanks to yourself, ma'am. Let me quickly get to it. Thank um, you. I cried throughout because of... Um, I felt like I'm anonymous is talking about me yeah. to an extent. At some point as a society, we have to talk about the toxicity within church. You know, um, I know that, you know, advices have come out to say that um, she needs to um, check the people within that are doing that. In, if anonymous is still living in the same community whereby even the church members are doing the same thing, are coming out because of, they will protect this guy at all costs. I, in my experience, what I had to do, I chose my daughter and I took it as a because these kids grow up and as they grow up, they feel like it's their responsibility to protect us. I mm -hmm. went as far as cutting. I cut because you've done everything you can to try and reach out. Up until such time, a child is 18 or 21, they can reach out. But at this point in time, it's a matter of life and death. Mm -hmm. You choosing, you therapy, you everything, you've done everything. This, the next coming four years are very crucial because of this same child, high school, first year, experiencing the same everything, the growing, the teenage, but now she also has to deal with this pressure. So, Anonymous, my advice to you to say, same as I've done with my daughter, with the man of God, I, I cut it off. Sure. Anonymous, thank you very much for your advice, uh, your personal advice from your own experiences to Anonymous this morning. Uh, before I ask Naked and Sumizi to wrap up, 
if there is anyone that you love, a loved one, one who is struggling to cope and feeling suicidal, please do reach out to Sarah in one of the following ways. You can call Sarah on one of their 24-hour toll-free number. It is 0800-567-567 or 0800-456-789 or 0800-12-13-14. You can also SMS them, chat to a counsellor live on their WhatsApp line, which is 86 2775. Again, that number is 076-882-2775 or go to www.sahadak.org. Naked, Sunizi? Uh, we, we all know that our emotions can run wild yeah. in divorces and separations and breakups. Yeah. But guys, please mind what you say in front of children. Like your words can live in their heads forever. There's a saying in Zulu, Eti Bakoch, Manzi. So you, you train them when they're still young or you teach them when they're still young. My advice to parents as well is not to sugarcoat things and create a fantasy land or a world that doesn't exist to your children. Be honest with the children as much as they can comprehend or take it or absorb the information when they are still young so that they don't have expectations that are not there, you know, with regards to anything that is happening in their lives. Because one thing for sure, as adults, we know the truth and we know the reality. Sure. So, Mizi, thank you very much. Welcome back as well. We thank missed you. you yesterday. Naked DJ, thank you. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Absolutely. All right. It's 11 o'clock, one minute past 11. We do apologize for the delay.